Oh, hey, hey, I didn't see you there, listening audience. Welcome to Five Songs or Less, a very special episode about songs that our mommies and daddies like. <laughs> Dante did not like it when I said mommies and daddies. God. <laughs> Fucking, all right, play the song. <laughs> uh, songs that our parents liked, that we heard growing up, that we that stuck with us, and so on and so forth. Things like that. That's what this episode's all about. Yes. It's a very special episode. Okay. Stop saying it's so special. Please don't say mommy and daddy. Special for, for all you mommies and daddies out there. <laughs> Including myself. Yeah. You are, you're quite the daddy. <laughs> this is... Today, what is the date today? Today is January 31st, yes, 2021. The first time we have spoken in the year of our Lord, 2021. Is that true? We didn't do anything in early no, January? No, we haven't done anything since since New Year's Eve. Wow. Or was it New Year's Day? I don't know. No, it was New Year's Eve because I was telling you how I told Han all what New Year's meant. Yeah, and that's something... And you were like, that's stupid. And that's something that couldn't have happened uh, on New Year's Day, so... No, it couldn't have. You couldn't have told me that. You, I, you couldn't have relayed that information to me on January 1st. Which one of us Which one of us edits the episodes and listens to them like 15 times? Um, I know you... Do you edit them? Because I listen to them. <laughs> I'm still only like 50% sold that it was New Year's Eve and not New Year's Day. I could figure it out pretty easily. I've got my computer right in front of me. Did we did we like talk about our our plans that night? Maybe we did. Maybe we talked about like how we planned to be in bed by 10:30. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it made it into the episode. That was the special episode, right? Cuz that was not That was the one and done. Where we talked yeah. about Lupe Fiasco. Mhm. Mhm. Created December 22nd. Well, that's not it. That's the one and done? No, that, that's got to be the holiday app. No, because that released the next day. We did the holiday app like maybe mid-December. Ocean City soundtrack. This whole world is just collapsing. December 31st. That was, okay, the last time we, we recorded was Ocean City soundtrack. I guess? I don't know. My Yeah, my whole yeah, world is no. just... No, that makes sense because the next episode would be zombies and then after that would be... Mogwai. Mog, Mogwai. Anyway, welcome everybody. Are we doing this again? Yeah. No, we're we're using your very first intro when I say okay. play the music. Oh. That's it. That was the one. <laughs> we're cutting everything after that. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. So the reason we kind of rushed into the intro uh, was because Rush. I started to ask my friend a very simple question, and he said, "Shush." We're not monetizing our conversation yet. And then he like You're the one that said, in case you were wondering, listening audience. And again, you claim to edit these episodes, but made it seem impossible to take one fragment of conversation and move it to the other side of a song you are going to put in. That's pretty difficult. <laughs> pretty difficult. You think I can remember the shortcut for trim or clip or whatever it's called? Split? <laughs> Command T. It it used to be uh, it used to be Command B, but now it's Command T. And all <laughs> I'm confused. Um, it's making everything bold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
A, when you're dealing with Danny and Dante, every episode is bold. <laughs> Ooh. Um, Danny. Hey. You mentioned today's hey, Sunday. Jan- shut up. Today's Sunday, January 31st. Uh, we are recording. Uh, it is just after 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, initially, we were going to record at 2 p.m. 11. My, what, noon my time? Was that it? Yes. Okay. Noon my time. I'm I'm such a giver, and I always speak in Pacific time, but gosh darn it, I want to take a stand and talk in mountain time right now. Okay. Um, make you do the math. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we were going to do it at... at so, yeah, it's just easier. 11 Pacific. You're right. My bad. I'm sorry. Um, and then... It is uh, superior. And then it got... It got moved to uh, 7 Pacific, 7 p.m. Pacific, right? Was that? No, no, it was, first it was 11. 11 a.m. Pacific. A.m. Pacific, okay. and then it was 2 p.m. Pacific. I do not remember. Because you were going to be back from your work meeting. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. And then it was 7 p.m. Pacific. Because... Because because today Sunday is the only day my wife and I have off together, and she thought that it might be nice to have the whole day to spend some time together. Mm -hmm. And then I get a text saying, (laughs) I get a text at like three p.m. going like, "Hey, I'm free if you want to record whenever." (laughs) (laughs) She said we were at the park with the kids, and they're playing with this rocket thingy that they have. And she's like, well, I guess we're not going to Target today, so if you want to record at like four, go ahead. I okay. was I was wondering at one point she was just like, oh, you know what? I need a break. Go record. <laughs> go, go have fun with your friend. And a break from your bullshit. <laughs> when she was like, oh, God, I did not need to like set aside 12 hours with Danny. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how I mean, was you? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. It's, it's true. You don't need 12 hours of me during a pandemic. Um, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I do. But maybe oh. it's because we went a whole month without... We're, we're only going to talk the last day of every month. Is that going to be our thing now? Uh, you're the one that works all the time, mister. And now it's the blame game. Yep, yep. It's uh, getting darker and darker over there. I don't like it. Have you noticed it get darker in just like the half hour we've been doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it either. Well, actually, I do. I like the winter, and I, I can tolerate the how it gets dark early. The darkness. <clears throat> um, if if I keep getting texts throughout this episode, and hold on, let me see. Does, you can still hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to mute everything that might make an alert. So... Mm. As you mentioned, we are discussing songs that we heard a lot growing up um, because our our parents played them. They, they were songs that were around the house or played in the car. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like mm-hmm. my some of my first song memories, like songs that really stuck with me. And I made the mistake Uh-oh. of doing some research. And Uh-oh. by that, I mean asking my mom. Does your mom listen to the podcast now? No, 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 no. She has no idea. Oh. I, I just said, a friend and I were talking about songs we 
heard a lot growing up. What do you mm-hmm. remember playing when I was pretty young? Okay. And thus began the <laughs> longest series of one-sided texts. <laughs> Just you texting your mom. Hey, mom. <laughs> yeah. Mom. Can you tell me? I know you're getting these. I can see you're reading them. (laughs) So because I I do everything far in advance, I sent her this text. Today. Yeah, but I'm trying to give you the right time. (laughs) At about 11 a.m. my time today. I already had a playlist picked out, but I was like, oh, maybe I can make some swaps. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I have not. So I texted her about a... Okay, so let me see if I can if I can do this count. It, it, it'd be too tough. It'd be too tough. She has sent, I would say, roughly 35 texts, and I've sent wow. maybe three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She, about two-thirds of the way through, at about, about three hours after I initially texted her, she... My lord, I didn't even read that one. Where, where did that one come from? <laughs> Wait, she's I'm not her son? <laughs> I can't even... Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't even find the text that I'm, I want to reference now because, like, it's just become so much. Oh, here she goes. She said... I'm listing so many to try to trigger your young memory. It's like, this isn't, no, this isn't what I asked you. Like, Mm -hmm. she goes, let me know if you've had enough. (laughs) Um, And then she texts me about, I don't know, 15 more times. And I said, mom, (laughs) like, I I think you've named all the bands, not just the ones you played when I was a kid. And and then she just. Every band you've ever heard of. He just doubles down. She goes, like, no, I didn't, though. I was really trying to remember what we played a lot back then, but I went (laughs) overboard. And then she says, I like that you remember omitted because you will hear it later. Ooh. But she's also. Not only is she saying, like, oh, this song by this band, she's then following up with, like, YouTube videos. (laughs) Like, I. Yeah, I know the song. I know it. I'm. Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. Like, yeah, mom, I know, I know REM's uh, It's the End of the World. I'm familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, she just sent now. Also, congratulations on your win on Saturday. Okay, thank you. Aww. Congratulations to Dante and his team. It was a team effort. Uh-huh, it was. What sport? I'm trying. I'm trying to come up with like a combination of multiple sports, mm, but that would that would require you knowing too. <laughs> uh, We've already talked about two on the on the pod. Yeah. Oh yeah. My hoodie. Uh, famous ice sport volleyball. Yep. There you go. Wow. Yep. <laughs> Play that on the ice, right? The way we played, it looks like it. <laughs> No, we're actually very good, but I mean, I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just, I don't want to like trash my team. Like they, they're very, they're very good. So here, I'm just going to, I'm just going to read off some of uh, my mom's. These are kind of like, this will be like my honorable mentions. Okay. 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 So I told her a few that came to mind that are on the list. And then she goes, REM, Supertramp, 
and then she sends me the video for It's the End of the World. Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. I have no recollection of her ever playing that. Hmm. B-52s, Love Shack. Uh, thought about it, fucking hate that song. Um, she talks about R.E.M. some more. She said she played them so much she got sick of them. <laughs> MC Hammer, You Can't Touch This. LOL, I still like it. <laughs> In Excess, uh, What You Need. I have no, I don't know that song at all, but I'll take her word for yeah. it. Um, <clears throat> Billy Idol, White Wedding. Oh, I know. Cult of Personality, Living Color. I played it to death. It's uh-huh. a great song. Midnight Oil, Dream World, followed by the YouTube video. Also, Midnight Oil, The Dead Heart. I played Diesel and Dust a lot, followed by Midnight Oil, The Dead Heart on Vivo. I had pretty much forgotten about Midnight Oil. I'm glad you jogged my memory. I will be playing them a lot now, like the old geezer I am. Then a YouTube video for Elvis Costello and the attractions. Pump it up. Also, watching The Detectives. Uh, and when she sent that, uh, at first I wasn't sure if she was talking about a song or she was just like going off on like a Netflix thing she was into. Honestly, did not. Is, is that a song? Is that an Elvis Costello song? <laughs> it is. It's okay. a very good one. Peter Gabriel, Salisbury Hill. Definitely an honorable mention that could have been on the list. Yes, your move. Genesis, squonk from a trick of the tail. Uh, sounds made up, but it is real. The Cars, every song on their first record. It's perfect. I bet we played that a lot. She it's did. True. They did. Yep, and it's true. Dire Straits, Romeo and Juliet, Springsteen, Thunder Road, Roxy Music, More <clears> Than <throat> This, Joe Jackson, Stepping Out. This is probably when Dad wasn't home. The Bangles, Walk Like an Egyptian, AZ Shades of Winter, The Go-Go's, Our Lips Are Sealed, We Got the Beat, Vacation. I guess she's just saying my dad is sexist. I'm not sure. Um, Maybe, yeah. Still category of dad. No, I'm just reading these now for the first time. I, I like was like I was like I was in a meeting earlier today. I was doing work. Uh, still category of dad not home. Blondie, Heart of Glass, The Police, Roxanne, uh, Sinead O'Connor, The Emperor's New Clothes, Pretenders, Back on the Chain Gang, Ohio, Talking Heads, and she was Stay Up Late, Modern English, I Melt with You. Whew! I'm then she goes. Uh, I'm really trying to hone into your first five years or so on Earth. I figure you can look at the list at your leisure, sort of. <laughs> but I can stop. It's raining outside, so this has been fun. <laughs> what does that have to do with it? Like, if it wasn't raining, she'd be playing in the backyard. She says, yeah, it's raining outside. She goes, you've triggered my memories. Um, I'm getting sharper as I go. Mm. <laughs> um, I remember us playing Squonk for you because it was about a creature. It's a sad song, though. We suck. I have no idea what she's talking about. Squonk? It, it, yeah, uh, it was a Genesis song. I, oh, I okay. have yeah. no idea. Um, the Kinks, Destroyer, Golden Earring, Radar Love, Baba O'Reilly, duh. Niels, that's her saying duh, not me. Mm-hmm. Niels Lofgren, Shine Silently. Also, No Mercy. Traveling Woolberries, End of the Line, Tom Petty Won't Back Down, Winky Face. Uh, <laughs> R.E.M., Shiny Happy People, The Clash, Should I Stay or Should I Go? I'm done, Smiley Face. Let me know if you think of any others. Literally three minutes later, one more, B-52s, <laughs> Rome. Seven minutes after that, Rush, Tom Sawyer. I'm logging off now, so you're safe for a while. Uh, 20 minutes after that, Bare Necessity sing-along songs from the Jungle Book. I forgot about all the Disney sing-alongs we had. You probably listened to those songs more than any other when you were really young. YouTube video for the Jungle Book, I Want to Be Like You, with lyrics. 
And then she says, Finn, for she's done. Yes, I get it. (laughs) So that was mom. Man. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Parents are cooler than mine. Well, I guess we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I, I During all that, I texted my mom to yeah. ask. She has not responded yet. Who dis? Yeah, she's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> There's, is, is there much of an age gap between our parents? Based on their musical tastes, it seems like it. Well, my... no, if I ask my dad, though, his... Like, I feel like a lot of my mom's stuff was like 80s. A mm. lot of my dad's stuff would have been 60s, 70s. Mm. And there's okay. not a huge, there's only a five year gap between my mom and dad. Oh, okay. My, my dad was born in 56. So, okay. That's, I'm very, very, I'm a terrible son. I have a general idea of how old my parents are. Okay. And I know when their birthdays are, but I don't know what year. Late 50s, I'm pretty sure. So, wait, you, their age or their birth year? Birth year. So my dad might be older than one or both of your parents. Mm-hmm. My mom. Definitely older than my mom. Maybe not. My Our dads might be a similar age. <laughs> There's no way to know. But um, <laughs> There's no way to know. Yeah, just curious of, uh, you know, what, what are our sources here when it comes to who's influencing our early years of music? Yeah, that's true. Oh, here, here's my mom. Here we go. Let's go, mom. <clears throat> Dad says lots of Beach Boys, Eagles, classic rock stuff. True. One of my first cassettes, cassette tapes I ever owned was a Beach Boys greatest hits kind of deal. I probably say Eagles, Rod Stewart, Barry Manilow. I don't remember that at all. Beatles, yes. I can't think of anything else. I'm sure there's more. And she is currently... Typing something. <laughs> I hope it's about. So the it's either going to be a really long sentence, or it's going to be like, okay, or why, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Are your parents pretty good texters? They're okay at it. Uh, every once in a while, my mom will will make a funny typo, but they're they're decent at it. I tried to t- teach my mom how to text on her old before she had a smartphone. Oh, uh, just on her, on her flip phone. And yeah, that was impossible because you know how you had to like push the button like three times. Oh, to yeah, get to yeah. A certain letter and all that kind of stuff. And I was trying to teach her that. And she was. Just, what? What? Today's so. kids don't know. <laughs> don't know just how hard they have, how easy they have it. I was I was looking at some uh, comment thread on Facebook about um, streaming music and Spotify and stuff. And just the fucking I mean it, somebody called him a boomer but he's probably a Gen Xer but just like you don't know what it's like you kids you don't you don't respect music because you just stream it and then skip it and you don't know shut the f- go to fucking bed old man you have to listen to every song in sequential order from the beginning of time in order to understand. These kids, they just listen to 30 seconds and then they skip it. No, that's 30 seconds to Mars, and they're great. <laughs> I do remember the you know, first... The, the guy from My So-Called Life. You get it. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, have you seen the the trailer for that movie, The Little Things, 
with him and Denzel Washington and um, um, kind of in passing, but I have not paid attention to it. It lo- it looks like a joke. It looks just the trail. Um, hopefully it's good because like Denzel's amazing. And who who's the, who else is in it? It's Denzel, Jared Leto, and I'm feeling sexist because I bet you the third person is a woman. Gosh dang it. Anyway. Just anyway. Jared Leto. I, I can't stand that guy. But um that's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah. Just, hey, uh by the way, uh congrats on getting a Facebook message from Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gonna be good. Just have, have Dante come out to one of my weird fucking cultish retreats. We'll give him a mm-hmm. white robe, and then he'll understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who wants to start? You want to flip a coin for it? I, have a co- I think I have a coin around here somewhere. Oh, I have a coin right here. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What is this? Liberty, 1935. This shit is old. Do you keep that next to like your old like World War II like <coughs> SS memorabilia that you keep? Oh, just for historical purposes. <laughs> I just like the design. Okay, so so here's the thing about that. <laughs> so one time when I worked at a different college, I don't remember like they were showing me like some like materials for like college promotion or whatever. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like this like pamphlet and it was this like just like a, a white page and there was four photos, mm-hmm. but like not just like in like a grid. They were like slightly like off. Sure. Anyway, if you just looked at the white space, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was a perfect swastika. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking at this and they're talking. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, is no one else seeing this? And so I just, um, I just like kind of cover up a couple of the photos with my hand and I'm like, um, Jenna. And she goes, Oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. And she goes, wow. Huh? I'm, I'm assuming that was an accident and not subliminal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that was actually on purpose. What kind of coin was that, that you showed me though? Uh, it's a really old nickel apparently. It was just sitting on the the dresser here. What, like, have you had it forever? Or did like you just get that when you broke? You I know? have no idea. Huh? It was just sitting up here. <clears throat> Got a Native American on the front and a buffalo on the back. Hmm. And it says 1935. Ah, that was a commemorative coin to commemorate all the things white people killed in the past mm-hmm. like 200 years. Um. <clears throat> I'm sure if I go back far enough, uh, there's probably blood on my hands. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yours for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about your family. Um, well, you know about their musical tastes. Well, I'm about to learn a lot more. All right, let's flip that and coin. Uh, I 100% right. for sure call Buffalo. Okay. Come on, Buffalo. Nope, Heads. Okay. That means I'm going first. Buffaloes have heads too. Sucks to be you. <laughs> All right, I'm getting out of the watch together. <laughs> okay. Sucks to be you. Sucks to be. You. It sucks to have to listen to my dad's favorite song. Ooh, it looks like there's a video for this. All right, here we go. Eventually. 
Can you hear it? I hear nothing. Oh, wait, hold it's on. Like some whooshing sounds right now. Hold on. No, I still hear nothing. You still don't hear anything? Um, I wonder if it's if I have the like volume thing muted in the watch together tab. Mm. You want to like get out of there so I can get in there and check my volume? Yeah, hold on a second. Okay. So search for something funny. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> 25 minutes later. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Can you hear what's happening now? Yeah, it seems kind of magical. It's magical, yes. It's just the lyrics. It sounds so 70s. No, I think this is 80s. Ooh, it was a throwback, huh? Yeah, no, I hear the 80s now. The singing's very 80s. 86. 86? Mm-hmm. Wow. The like kind of bassy keyboard sound, bum bum bum. You know, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Maybe it's just a bass. It reminds me of the Mystery Science Theater. Um, oh, which one is it called? Uh, time An episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, t- it's, time Bandits. Or no, 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 no. The the plane is the time machine. Yeah. Um. Oh shoot. What is that one called? That one is so good. It's great. I've never heard this song before. Don't tell me, by the way, when you figure it out. Okay, I won't. Time Chasers. What did I just say? Did you say it? I said, don't tell me. Oh, I thought you were talking about this song. <laughs> you know, the thing we're supposed to be talking about. Oh, well, all right. You were just like, all right, I won't. Time chasers. <laughs> so I thought you were just like, I honestly, I didn't think you were being a dick. I thought you would just forgot what you just said. But no, that makes uh, sense. All right. We don't really have to listen to this whole song if you don't want to. All right, I'm going to pop in there, though. Moody Blues. Oh, I yeah, I never would have gotten that. I'm sure this is like one of the few songs I think my dad is probably maybe not a huge fan of, but like pretty familiar with. But like I was never around, or he just didn't play it that often. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I I never would have gotten that. That was your wildest dreams. Couldn't remember the song title for a second there. Your wildest dreams by the Moody Blues, 1986. Not one of their better songs, but 
the one that makes me think of my childhood because my parents played that a lot. They didn't have this album. They had like a greatest hits kind of deal, you know, mm-hmm. which is going to be a, a theme, I think. But yeah, there some of their earlier stuff is definitely better uh, to go with my normal theme of liking their early work better. Well, it's like it's you like your early work, like the stuff that you heard. Like, how old were you when you first started hearing this? Six? I mean, seven. Uh, when was I born? I was born in 81. This came out in 86. So you do the math. Well, but did like the greatest hits come out the year this oh, song true. came out? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think so. But still, like, I don't even know what collection they had. Yeah, I don't. That song just always kind of kind of stuck with me. And I was reminded of it like a year ago. It was 2019. There's this band called Somos, S-O-M-O-S. Never heard of them. They released an album. They released an album in 2019 called Prison on a Hill. And the first single off of that, a lot of the instrumentation reminded me of, of that Moody Blues song. I don't remember the little synthy uh, intro at all on the Booty Blues one, and, and uh, I kind of like that. It was fun. It's it's very... I If I have heard other Moody Blues songs, I don't mm-hmm. know it. Um, yeah. Are, are they kind of very, like, mellow, pleasant type of thing? They're pretty mellow. Um, it's like a... Knights in White Satin is like... Oh, I know that, yeah. that name. Knights in White Satin... I don't know that, Wild, though. Your Wildest Dreams is uh, number two on their top hmm. songs. Yeah, Nights in White Satin is like their, is like a, a pretty big one. It was on, um, did you watch Freaks and Geeks? No. Oh. I know Weird, right? It's on Hulu now, and you have Hulu. I don't have Hulu. You do. Did you give me your Hulu? It's the same as the Disney Plus. Oh, I haven't used that either. Oh. Did you I, use ESPN Plus? No. I actually, I honestly think I have an ESPN Plus account, like, just, like, independently, oh, really? like, on my own. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you got to sign in. I even made you a little profile and everything. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Is there a cute little, like, avatar of me? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, what? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, no, I kind of want to sign in. I just, mm-hmm. I don't watch anything. Right now, like yeah. I probably won't watch anything till summer. Do you have you ever watched? Because we're just gonna s- talk about TV now for ten minutes. Um, That's okay. I don't really have much else to say about movie <clears throat> blues. Have you ever watched the show Peep Show? No, you asked me that the other week or something. Oh, sorry. It's okay. It's very no, good. It is very. I can't imagine you would not enjoy it. What is it? Uh, what's it on? Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. It was Ooh. a BBC show. Oh. Um, it so you know Olivia Coleman. Mm-hmm. She is in it. She I think she was just in every BBC show for about fifteen years. Yeah. Um, she's in it. She's not the lead. The lead are these two dudes. Um. Yes, the dude on the right is Robert Webb. The dude on the left is David Mitchell, I believe. And then they had a sketch show called mm-hmm. like Mitchell and Webb. Oh, maybe, yeah. Did you say you've maybe seen that before or something? I don't remember. I don't know. But Mitchell and the, that Mitchell and Webb look. 
Is that what the show was called? I guess, yeah. That's what another show is with them in it. That must be it. But um, the show is really cool. It's it's like filmed like first person. So like mm-hmm. if there's like if you and I are having a conversation, it's like the camera is like looking right at the person who's talking's face. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Interesting. It's it's very very funny. It's yeah. Hmm. And you and there hasn't been a shittier American version of it. So like there's no <laughs> like no reason for you not to like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was I watching recently? I think you should leave. Yeah. On Netflix. I just watched that recently. That was pretty good. Oh, there's uh, they were working on a second one. I, I don't know if it was delayed oh, really? because the of season, the pandemic. Season two. The season yeah. two. Yeah. Oh, that show is so good. Yeah, it was funny. F- favorite sketches? Uh, I Oddly enough, I, I really like the Garfield one since we were just oh. on a Garfield thing. Yeah. The, like the very, it was like the last sketch of the last episode. <laughs> she like leans over. It's like. That one's almost too bizarre and like scary for me. It's like I, so weird. I liked the the um, horse ranch with the horses yes. with the small dicks. That's pretty. Good. That yeah, that was really good. Um, I kind of I feel like a, a normie because I like a lot of the ones that um, have been the most heavily memed. Like okay. I lo- I like the hot dog car one. Um, <laughs> my my so my bandmate uh, who and told me to watch that show. Yeah. Um, and he was like, "You need to watch it so I can, I can make inside jokes with you." And so I told him I finished watching it, and he's like, "Oh, did you watch the hot dog one?" And then he sent me like a Donald Trump meme when it had the hot hot dog guy in it. Ah, uh, yes, it's pretty good. Isn't that a good story I just told? It is a good story. That that's a good show. That is a great show. It is. It's funny. All righty. Okay, I'm gonna search for a song here. Are you still on the app? I'm not. I'm okay. looking at you. Well, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. It's not Battle Hag. <laughs> well, your parents were Satan worshippers. Just dad. I think I know this one. You might at the chorus. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, then you definitely don't know it. Okay. Okay, I'm going to the town. Okay. Oh, yeah. This was not a, not a band that in my house. Blue Oyster Cult. Specifically because of the Satan thing? <laughs> yeah. I like how they just cut in these like pictures of dads in the middle of the yeah, video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Godzilla. Then Godzilla. Godzilla. Some of their like 
Oyster Cult with Godzilla. Godzilla. I mean, you know. Oh, 96.9 The Eagle. You know Don't Fear the uh, Reaper, right? I do know Don't Fear the Reaper. Okay. Okay. I think Godzilla's up there. I just realized, I literally just remembered right now that I saw them live once because they played Did like, uh, are you familiar with Brentwood, California? Um, Wait, hold on. Did know, I see them live? Sort of. I think so. Maybe not. Anyway, in Brentwood, which was like the city that bordered my hometown, mm-hmm. there was like a, what was it? I think it was called the Corn Fest. <laughs> and, nice. and they would get like medium-sized bands 20 years removed from relevance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a state fair or county fair. Or yeah. Whatever. And then a little bit beneath that. <laughs> Tower of Power was nice. a band that my friend's dad made us stay and listen to for way longer than I wanted to. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah. Oh, we did see... I do remember Blue Oyster Cult because I specifically remember everybody laughed when during Don't Fear the Reaper... Literally, a old roadie-looking dude pops up from behind the drum set and bangs on the cowbell, and it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. I, you guys, you hate that you have to be this guy now because mm-hmm. probably at that point, like three years earlier, Will Ferrell, uh, you know, just roasted you into high heaven. Yep, yep. But yeah, uh, that's not a band I'm very familiar with. Blue Oyster Cult. Neither am I. Besides this song, "Don't Fear the Reaper," maybe maybe mm-hmm. a couple others. This was a song as a kid. I would ask my, I think my sister would too, would ask uh, my dad to like put this on the record player because uh, it was about Godzilla, and we knew yeah, yeah. sort of what that was. <laughs> you know, it was like, hey, there's a song about that uh, big, you know, monster. Cool. Yeah. And and Let's that was it. That. Yeah. Let's hear it. Mm-hmm. So that that was probably like you know six year old. Dante was clamoring for more Godzilla tracks. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a similar situation, sort of, coming up on my playlist. Okay. A little, little foreshadowing. Um, so, yeah, so, so no Blue Oyster Cult in the Ensley family home. No, I mean, Don't Fear the Reaper would come on uh, 96.9 The Eagle, as I said a couple minutes ago, because um, that was my dad's station. But, yeah, I don't... Like I, I was looking at their top songs. I don't recognize any of those other song titles, and what? I don't. I've definitely never heard that one. What are the other ones? Burning for you is that? I'm burning. I'm burning. Yeah. I'm burning for you. Okay, I think I've heard that song. Let me go. It's like, don't fear the reaper on this album. Don't fear the reaper on this album. Don't fear the reaper. Seventies hits. Don't fear the reaper. Blue Oyster Cult's greatest hits. Godzilla. Cities on Flame with Rock and Roll. Do not recall that. Veteran of Psychic Wars. I Love the Night. ETI. <laughs> Extraterrestrial Intelligence. Oh, these, these nerds. <laughs> they are. Veteran of the Soul Survivor. Take Me Away. Astronomy. Career of Evil. I don't know these songs. And I'm not going to seek them out. Because Don't Fear the Reaper is fine, yeah. and Godzilla was... I'll pick Don't Fear the Reaper. Uh, I would as well, now. Yeah. Um, back then, uh, I'm sorry, Don't Fear the Reaper, I, I don't really know what that means, but <laughs> fire-breathing monster. Yeah, what, yeah. So that song came out in 77. 
Mm, so yeah, not even probably very, or maybe as groundbreaking as it would have been if it came out in like, you know, 68 or something. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that was probably a sound already pioneered by like Black Sabbath or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like they kind of ran in the same crowds, but yeah, for sure. Where are they? Where are they from? Well, they're British. Long Island. No, Long Island, what? New York. That dude is American. That dude is American. American. Wait, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong dude. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of all the young dudes. Oh, oh, yeah. No, that dude's British. Wait, who? All the young dudes. That oh, song. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are like. Hold on. The main guy's Donald Brian Roser or Rozier. I'm not sure. But so the only constant member of Blue Oyster Cult. His stage name is Buck Dharma. Whoa. Buck Dharma. Buck Dharma. I had no idea they were a New York band. I would have sworn that they were English. Yeah, yeah. I could easily see them being that. Uh-huh. It's it's funny to me that music that came out this in the 70s was played in the 80s as classic rock. What, when did that start? Like, when did radio start to classify things like that? Yeah, I'm curious about that. Because I was thinking about that recently because, you know, a lot of the albums you and I maybe grew up listening to, more so me, I guess, because I'm older, are, you know, hitting their 20-year anniversaries. And I'm like, man, so when I was a kid, when did, like, Led Zeppelin out? Whoa, I'm accidentally playing a Blue Oyster Cult song Uh oh he can't help it i cannot help myself let me see led zeppelin what are you asking kind of the question you asked but wait you're you're asking you're asking when when did they start getting played on classic rock see they were like early 70s late 60s 69 was their first album and then in the 70s because I'm thinking like, okay, you know, Full Collapse by Thursday is 20 years old now. I feel like that's classic rock now, right? Well, so that, yeah, so. Or like is, Smashing Pumpkins, like Siamese Dream. That's classic rock now. It depends on what your definition of classic rock is. Because I, I think now, is that Amanda like laughing her ass off in the background? Yeah, yeah. She's on the phone. Oh, I'm glad someone's enjoying themselves. Um, <laughs> like, is classic rock just anything that is that has been released X amount of years ago, or is classic rock like just a set period of time from like you know yeah. sixty to eighty or whatever? Yeah, you know what I mean. And I, th- I think it's that because if you think about classic rock, you think of a specific sound, like Blue Oyster Cult sound, right? Like if I if somebody says classic rock and then puts on 1979 by the Smashing Pumpkins. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. That's alternative rock. No, I think I think classic. I think that's it's an era. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, early 60s to mid to late 70s, maybe. Because then you start getting into alternative in like the early 80s, probably. Yeah, because that's when 
like 60s, 70s, that's when white people discovered distortion. Uh Uh-huh. So that's going to be the definition of it. Interesting. Okay. I'm just, we're solving things over here. Making assumptions and solving things. Well, we're just making, as white people, we are making our decisions about how things should be classified and perceived. Mm -hmm. All right. Speaking of classic rock, you're going to get out of that tab there, buddy? I'm out, sir. You'll know this one. So yeah, Satan, not a problem at all, actually. (laughs) Nope, nope, not a problem. (laughs) Paranoid, Black Sabbath, you know the song. I know the song. This is a band that I really have to decide choose to respect Mm -hmm. without really enjoying them at all okay like i I acknowledge them as a as as pioneers and making a lot of things that came after them possible Mm -hmm. i just don't like how they sound (laughs) okay yeah yeah fair so that album was pretty big in the house mainly because of iron man the song iron man yes which is why I said that's going to be coming up soon. Godzilla, Iron Man. I didn't pick Iron Man because Paranoid is a better song. Oh. The Iron Man thing. I just got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't know that's what he was singing about. <laughs> he didn't. I have attempted to, to pass this down to my kids. And Han likes Iron Man. He likes the song Iron Man. Because, you know, it says Iron Man. Right. And it's got the funny voice at the beginning. Yes. So my dad had this record, right, the LP, and it was the first rock record that kind of spoke to me as a kid, and probably the first record, actually, I put on by myself, like, grabbed my dad's LP and put it on the record player, which I took out of their room. Um, I sort of also accidentally play this song on the guitar a lot. Like when I was growing up learning how to play guitar because it's pretty simple. You say accidentally? Oh, like you just like yeah. stumbled across it? Yeah, like I would play a chord like dun 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 and like palm mute right. the chord and like, oh yeah, that's that. I remember and doing that I with a Fleetwood Mac song. to play song the rest of the song. Didn't happen a for Fleetwood you the rest Mac of the song. Yeah. No, no, no. Which song? Fleetwood I don't Mac. remember. I'm 100% something off rumors. Okay. But it was yeah. just like, I was probably just like in like a, a C shape and was like, oh, it's somewhere yeah. in here, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. then and then you're like, but as it turns out, I'm not Lindsey Buckingham. You're not. No. You're not. Neither am I. Yeah. And I don't know. Sabbath is fine. Since I, you know, follow up a lot of doom bands and metal bands and stuff people always talk about loving sabbath so much i'm like yeah they're fine i again because it was groundbreaking at the time i know if i was 
you know, a, a young person back then, I would have mm-hmm. totally been into it. But mm-hmm. now it seems very, this is not the right word, droll. Like, okay, I told you it wasn't the right I, word. I think I know what you mean, though. I'm trying to not say boring or simple. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, again, I know it was like, holy shit, what are these guys doing? But now it's just like, chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga deep sounds. And it's just like, I don't know. Like, it just, yeah, I don't know. And then, just like Ozzy, I just don't like... (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, the the aesthetics of him, just like his personality. I mean, I like that he's like old and disease-riddled, I guess, but... um, (laughs) No, I, I like I, that he's somehow still alive. I, I, it is amazing. Oh, oh, the the fucking biting the heads off thing, thing biting the heads off things thing, mm. always really bothered me. You know, like knowing that as a kid, because, I I always because felt, it wasn't true. D- d- is is all that bullshit? Yeah, it's 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 not true. How do you know? I don't know. Hmm. Hard to prove a negative, ain't it, Danny? It is. It is. Well, anyway. It's, it's, I can't prove that it's not true and you can't prove that it is true. Yeah. And I would say a logical person would, would say that makes you correct. But, uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I'm not logical and I'm not going to find anyone to ask. Um, Fucking X-Files over here. Well, I I am glad that, that maybe that's all, that's all bullshit. But I just remember as a kid, I think my dad told us that story and I was just like horrified. And Forever, I just felt... I remember thinking as a kid, like, I know by now those, like, birds or whatever, like, would be dead by now of, like, old age. But, it was like, a bat. It was a bat. But, well, there... But I think there's, like, multiple stories. Like, wasn't there, like, one that was in, like, a, like, record... Like, one story was, like, in a record office or something, like, a record label office, and one was, like, on stage, and... um, I only heard about the the bat on stage. Is yeah, fucking read a book, about. Danny. I, why? Why? When there's movies... Yesterday on on the bus, one of one of my players was talking about reading a book. She was going on and on and on about like some twist that happened in this book, and I was like, "Book? Mm-hmm. That's like a like like TV on paper." <laughs> and uh, not that that is like an amazing like joke or bit I was launching into, but she would like was just like, "It's like no, just like just like a book, just like you know, just like a regular book." I was reading a book, and I was like, "All right, yeah, I, I know, okay, I get it." <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> lie under the bus. Um, yeah, yep. Anyway, but yeah, so Ozzy was just, and then like the the reality show and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. you know, I don't want to say I don't like a, an album from like 1970 because Sharon Osbourne <laughs> says some fucked up things, but like <laughs> it's, it's all related in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever listen to them now? Like, would you ever mm. put a, on a Sabbath song? Only if I was like. Maybe I'm maybe I'm gonna try Sabbath again, you know what I mean? But do you ever think that? I have. Okay. I remember I probably a couple years ago I put on their first album because I had never listened to it, and I was like, hmm, yeah, fine, it's cool. I'm gonna listen to Boris again or something. Exactly. You you want to listen to the like seventh evolution of whatever mm-hmm. that started. This is this is something that like bothers me about uh, this stupid Facebook group that I'm in. Um, it's, it sucks that they make you stay in it. I know, I know. I have to be in there. 
So, so with this podcast, of course, the I want to introduce Dante to bands, and so the, of course, the first things I think of are the the bands I'm really into now, right? That you aren't, that you've never heard. But then I'm like, oh, but oh, I gotta get him some like. You gotta talk about the early early rock bands and stuff like that. Or like when we make comparisons, how we're always making comparisons to Coheed and Cambria and Alcest yeah. and, you know, five, dif- the five different bands we, we reference Thursday. Um, and I don't have any history with the, with the greats because I didn't grow up listening to that stuff. You know, I had this one album got played sometimes in the house. And so that's what, how I know that stuff. But it's not like my dad had every Sabbath record and we listened to them all the time and every Zeppelin record and we listened to it all the time. My parents listened to the radio. And so that's the stuff I, I grew up listening to. And then when I got into music, I got into current music. I didn't get into right. the classics and stuff like that. And and I, I went back a little bit. Like I, I was into punk and so I was like, well, I got to listen to the Sex Pistols, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, this isn't good. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't know that. This, I mean, what, what's a big Sex Pistols song? Anarchy in the UK. Okay, I do know that song. Yeah, you know that one. Pretty Vacant is a fairly big one. Not by name, but maybe. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's. I was never interested in that. But yeah, like, I was like, I kind of pretended to like him for like, you know, a week or something. But I was like, no, this is stupid. I don't like this. I just want to listen to Rancid and Green Day and, you know, whatever. No effects and right. stupid stuff like that. So I hate gatekeeping is what I'm trying to get to. I'm off on a tangent that I don't know where it's going. Wait, did you ever so, did, did you ever relate it to this Facebook group you were talking about? The 90s emo mm, punk something? I hate it cuz it's it's full of gatekeepers and it and it yeah, annoys me. That's that's where it's coming back around. So sort like of. you're saying someone in a group like that might tell me that I have to listen to Black Sabbath in order to appreciate yeah. whatever or, okay. modern... The other day in the group, somebody was talking about... Uh, they were like listening to a bunch of second wave emo bands and somebody was like, wait, so what's Yellow Card and My Chemical Romance? That's third wave emo, right? And somebody was like, well, technically, yeah, but I don't. they don't sound anything like the other emo. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Shut up, everyone! Shut up. The perfect of this is the perfect. The purpose of music is to be able to rank and file it correctly. Yeah, and that yeah. is it. The only reason I'm going to search for my next song. You're not in there, are you? No, I'm not. I'm up my own ass. That's where I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? You will not know this. Or like it. I do like it. 
I have no idea who it is. Didn't like that. Alright, tap time. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Okay. To the second chorus. Dad solo. And he's making all sorts of faces. Just, just disapproval. So that was Dada with 8-Track, a album cut from their album American Highway Flower, Hmm. 1994. 94, huh? 94. Those pictures looked older. Well, um, pictures can be from any time, so who knows? Uh, I believe they're a Texas band. That song's... Oh, they're on IRS. Okay. So that whole album, I... I don't... Gosh, I don't know how old I was. I was probably maybe like 10 or so, 9, 10... I remember my dad used to go to this used record store, sometimes like on his way back from work. I don't remember what it was called, but they would let you, much like at uh, our record store, they would let you mm-hmm. like listen to the used records if like sure. before you buy them. And for some reason, he was listening to this and he bought it. I liked this album. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I still do, but I did back then. It was pretty catchy, kind of like middling tempo, power pop type of power trio type of songs. Um, Mm -hmm. Pretty good hooks. They had some good vocal melodies. But that song I remember liking specifically when I was pretty young just because of that, like, chorus would get stuck in my head. Just Baby's Got an 8-Track Mind. Simple chorus. Yeah. Um, Didn't really know any of the connotations about, like, unrequited love or anything like that. That Mm -hmm. never really hit Mm -hmm. me. Um, Means more to me now. Yeah, that's a yeah. little uh, little experience behind me. So yeah, that that Dada was a song or a song, a a band that I feel like we've talked about a couple times on the podcast. Yeah, um, you brought them up and once or at least once. And if it's if it's the band I'm thinking of, you said they had riffs, which I didn't hear any riffs. I heard a real tr- trying hard plotting solo. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, okay, this one's in scale. This, that, yeah, that's in scale. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. That's kind of how that solo was for me. And then it's, they're like, oh, yeah. oh, wait, wait, oh shit, I have this chorus pedal. Hold on, let me click that on. It's very, yeah, like your first solo by numbers type. Mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. they do that is not a riff 
E song, but they do have riffs. Okay, okay. And and hold on, hold on. That's not to say I can do much better, because I really can't. Oh, no, um, me neither. Not even close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I've never heard that band. I do, I do remember you brought them up that one time. I saw that, I guess they were on IRS, which is, uh, uh, I believe REM was on that label as well in their early years. So, see, these are these are the kind of reasons why I, th- I feel like your parents were, were cooler than mine. And maybe it's just because maybe they're similar in age, but they waited longer to have kids. Like, how long were your parents married before they had kids? Um, know? Married for, yeah, like, three and a half years before I came around. I don't hmm. know how long they dated before that, to be honest. Probably... They probably knew each other six or seven years before I was born. Okay, okay. I'm guessing. Hmm. Yeah, because my parents, I think they got they got married in 76 or 77, something like that. My sister was born in 79, um, and then well, I was 81. And was was your dad roughly 20 when he got married? They were very young, yeah. And okay. he, he, my mom, I remember my mom telling me a few years ago that he wanted to have kids like right away and she didn't want to, but she was mm-hmm. like, all right, I guess. Cause she had, she had a lot of, I mean, they both had a lot of siblings, but he was the youngest and she was the oldest. Um, and so she kind of had to do a bit of raising, uh, of her siblings and stuff like that. So she was like kind of over kids, but sure. But anyway, this is totally off topic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're just learning about but, each other. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's interesting. I don't know that 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 song necessarily sparked any interest in checking out that band, but so it was just kind of like the chorus got stuck in your head and that's kind of how you remember it from your, your childhood and stuff. Yeah. I mean, when I was that young, that's all I needed was like just something that for whatever reason hooked into me. And I would like, if I was making a playlist of, Hey, I want, I want to see if I can get you to like a couple of data songs. I don't think I would put Mm -hmm. that song on it. Sure, sure. But sure. I was trying to be. Then there's another um, example later on in my playlist where it's, ooh, this is the song I want to play for Danny, but mm-hmm. this is the song that's more truthful for what the like prompt of today's episode is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Sure, sure that's it cool. is. It is. Baby's got an eight-track mind. Stuck in my head. You know what? Uh, the first time you sang that song, or told sang that song, first time you mentioned that band. Yeah, I thought of that song. Da da da. Remember that uh, from the nineties? How bizarre! Is that the same song? No, wait, no, no, no. Shoot. Now I'm confusing a third band that we haven't even mentioned out loud yet. I, I know a da da da. That one. Yeah. I have no idea who it is, and typing it into Watch Together is not helping. Da, da, da song. Oh, it was from the 80s. Why do I know this from the 90s? Da, da, da was from the 80s? Trio? Yeah. Is a song by the German. You know why? Because it was on a commercial in the 90s. Not only from the 80s, but from 80 fucking 2. Yeah, man. What you do and what you don't, uh-huh. What you will and what you won't, uh-huh. What you can and what you can't, uh-huh. This is what you got to 
idea was this song? Oh, this part's pretty great. Yeah. Once it gets to the chorus, it's fine. I don't think I knew it was German. I didn't know it was German either. I mean, I thought it was from the 90s also, so... Uh, was there a cover? Was I don't... Like, I, rem- I think it was on a car commercial. But I remember it being on the radio. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I remember it being on 90s radio. Da, da, da. All right, I'm going to do my next song now. Please. This episode is a fucking drag. Okay, here we go. Okay. You'll know this one. Yeah, because it's da, da, da. You just played it. I fucking called it. Yeah, you said... You said, uh... This earlier, huh? You said... Yeah. Yeah, when you were searching for your uh, first song, I was just like, just gonna be credence. <laughs> just the, the daddest band. Or momest. I fucking love CCR. Love was it, it uh, was it mom or dad or both? It Everyone was dad. Liked it? It, yeah. was, it was it was it was dad. Classic rock radio. He just had the greatest hits, of course. Yeah, but you know, I I yeah, that song and CCR in general just makes me think of riding around my dad's truck, hanging out with my dad in the garage, listening to the radio, that kind of stuff. Bad Moon Rising, also one of the only songs I know how to play on guitar that's not my own. <laughs> oh, okay. I, <laughs> and some of I'm those not, you're still getting the hang of? <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm always impressed by people who can like p- pick up a guitar and like kind of half play through songs that they've just thought of, you know, because I, I can't do that. You mean like um, like songs that already exist, but they can like pretty quickly find how to yeah, play Yeah, it? yeah, like yeah. they'll be like... They'll say, oh, Bad Moon Rising. Let me see if I can figure that out. Oh, yeah, okay. Like, I can't do that. I have to, like, look up a tab and right. hope it's right. <laughs> um, but we, in, in Wait, the hold very... On. Hold on. Okay, let's see. Let's see if you can do this. Bad, bad Moon Rising. <laughs> you're, you're almost there. Did I do it? <laughs> you did. You did. Every day, th- this this might just be for me and you, for obvious reasons. <laughs> People aren't tuning in for the all acoustic of this show. Is, yes, that's that is very true. All, oh god, two hours and twenty minutes already. Um, every day for like two weeks, I've just gotten home, and for about fifteen minutes on a loop, I've just been like. Just like that's all I want to do is like yep. I yep. need just like my dozen minutes of me time. Yep. Neighbors love it. They do. Another thing about that song in particular, the CCR song, getting back on topic here, folks. When we were growing up, my parents had recorded off of TV um, something called DTV. You aware of this at all? Not in the least. So it was, I guess it was on Disney Channel, but I don't remember having cable at that time, but somehow they we got this is these vhs dubbed vhs off of tv and uh they would take disney would take like these pop songs like ccr and there was um i have a good memory of 
um, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. But they would play the songs over scenes from Disney cartoons, um, stuff like that. And Bad Moon Rising, they had one for Val- they had like a Valentine's Day episode, they had a Halloween episode. And so Bad Moon Rising was one of the songs. And I always remembered that growing up and then getting into CCR later on. It was fun. That is fun. Did you ever listen to his solo stuff? No. I remember around 07, 08, he and Bruce Springsteen put out solo albums around the same time. Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. was called Magic. I don't remember what Fogarty's was called, but I remember trying really hard, possibly even pretending to be into both of those because I was like trying to like, you know, yeah, be cool yeah. and go back to not my roots at all. <laughs> <laughs> Though Fogarty was, I mean, he was what, Lodi? Where was he? He was from uh, Central Valley? I mean, they were from Berkeley. Or Berkeley, yeah, okay. I don't know where he grew up or anything, or any of them grew up. The Berkeley Bayous. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, this one, if if you have heard of this one, we're going to we're going to have a pretty big bonding moment. Oh, can't wait. Oh, here we go. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Danny's got a little bounce in his sat. <laughs> for a new plow, two tubs of lard, barrel of molasses, 25 pounds of chewing tobacco, and you wouldn't have a wife under the counter there. I'm looking for a wife. <laughs> Any special brand? Well, yes. I'd like best a widow woman that ain't afraid to work. There's seven of us men, me and my six brothers. Plays like a pigsty. <laughs> Danny is given all sorts of concerned looks. <laughs> so much of this sounds so problematic out of context. I assume the song starts soon. <laughs> Is this like from Seven Brides for Seven Brothers or something? 100%. Okay. I, do, I won't know this song. If he had a wife under the counter, she would already be married, so he would be no good. She would be no good to the person asking. Now you're speaking my language. Remember when I went <laughs> off on that low Christmas song? <laughs> I do. This is disgusting. How horny it's making me. <laughs> Here we go. There's some music. Let your beautiful hide wherever you may be. Okay, I'm gonna go over. I don't know why I'm not looking at the. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah, it's the same exact one as yours. 
Jesus. <laughs> Almost stuck my dick in that. <laughs> Danny is referring to a mannequin. He didn't. <laughs> oh, I mean, um. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, you would like this song, Dante. Daddy like. <laughs> Even things that were actually filmed outside look like there's a fake backdrop in the back. Mm -hmm. Back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that song was creepy. <laughs> yeah, it was, and it was probably like the most family-friendly thing that existed at the time. I know. So seven brides for seven brothers mm -hmm. was, I don't know, like how it became popular in my household. Mm -hmm. But like we would rent movies quite a bit and like when i was sure. like really really young that was like a pretty common rental i don't think we owned it but i think we would rent it fairly regularly and i don't you I wanted mean, to make sure that they kept getting your money <laughs> yeah Since i'm sure i'm sure the studio made so much off of rentals well and all of those people <laughs> were for sure dead <laughs> yeah 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 but yeah i mean probably i probably never saw that after i was like six or something like mm, sure. it was like a, yeah. a little kid thing. But I remember, I remember that song because I remember asking what hide meant, you know, okay. I didn't like, I didn't know that word. Bless, oh, your, okay. bless your beautiful hide in, in that mm -hmm. context. And my dad who I don't think uh, maybe understood the context or whatever, but he was like, Oh, he gave it like, give me two options. He was like, I guess like, well, it could mean like skin, and that was like fucking weird to me. Like, uh -huh. bless your beautiful skin or whatever, like Buffalo <laughs> Bill type of thing. Um, uh -huh. Wait, Buffalo Bill? Yeah, right? Silence of the Lambs? Oh, is it oh yeah, yeah. Is it <laughs> so, so was it <laughs> after you were done watching Seven Brides for Seven Brothers? 
It was a double you put feature. put on Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, it was a double feature. It was, you know, <laughs> one for us, one for them, but we would watch all, we would watch both of them. Um, but, and then he was like, and I remember him saying like, Hyde could mean like, your butt. <laughs> and sure. like, yeah, yeah. I think what he meant was just like, when he's saying you're Hyde, he's just mean, it's just, it's you. Like all, it just means like, like your yeah, person yeah. really, but <laughs> My dad, I guess, did not have a way with words or something. I don't know. <laughs> or he just thought it was funny to explain it that way. But that always Ooh. stuck in my head that he was like, yeah, it just means your, your butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. And ever since, I've been a butt guy. Yep. yep. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so it's a 1954 American musical directed, directed by Stanley Donnan. Ooh, just we're almost coming upon a year of his death. Oh. He died February 21st. Oh, wait, nope, two years. <laughs> 2019. <laughs> it's not 2020 anymore. No, 94. And looked every bit of it. Who who was that guy? Howard Keel. Was that him? Hmm. I don't know. He, he was a star of it. Not the star, necessarily? Well, I don't know. I'm trying to find a picture of a... I mean, I guess they didn't always have those beards. <laughs> you know, might have been for the role, but uh, he wasn't born with it. Uh, uh maybe it's Maybelline. Mm. Anyway, yeah. So you've never seen that movie? I'm guessing. Uh, no, I haven't. It's come up on like YouTube videos we watch because we watch a couple YouTubers and they'll talk about musicals and stuff, and so it's come up um, on those mostly as it was kind of problematic. That kind of thing, yeah. I'm I'm still stuck on the hey, you got a wife under the counter there, because again, right? Spoken she's already for. a wife. Spoken yeah. for. Also, you want one wife for all seven brothers, huh? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Well, it, the title of the movie implies there's going to be six more. I I realize that. But okay. He's asking for a wife mm-hmm. under the counter. Sure. Which I'm just wondering, what is he going to do with a wife when he gets one? If he thinks they're kept under the counter. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of things I buy from stores that don't immediately come into my house and go on shelves. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Oh, Touché. wow. Debate me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Prove me wrong. All right. I'm I'm gonna get out of here. That song was fine if you don't listen to the lyrics. Sure, sure it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's getting getting a guitar out to play some June song provision again. <laughs> uh, fourth song. Fourth song. Okay. All right, here we go. Okay. This is boring. You know the near your destination. <laughs> Welcome to the Insley household. You're f- yeah, man, your folks were chill as hell. He came from my I suppose they were. He wore his Except when you go in the garage and you got that classic rock. 
Well, when dad's in the garage, dads will rock. <laughs> oh, the song is so good, though, Dante. Yeah, I just don't care about, like, songcraft. <laughs> is this like a... Uh, I'm going to sound like a total moron, but like a, a Jackson Brown or something? Like, uh, Do you really not recognize the voice? No, no, not. I mean, I probably when you say it, I'll be like, oh, of course. You can go to the tab. I don't care. Okay, I'll go to the tab. Yeah, I'm. Oh. She said her bad days when I lie in bed and think of her. I'm Never. Slip Never listened to solo Paul Simon. Yeah, there was so much Paul Simon in my house growing up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I I didn't get a, a lot of that stuff. I think maybe because <laughs> your parents were cooler than mine. Do you think Paul Simon's uncool? Your parents' musical taste was was much younger than my parents' musical taste. Maybe I I don't know. Maybe. That's, I mean, that's, that's what I'm say, gathering. They certainly, I would say, like, my dad ended up getting big into, like, Foo Fighters and Tool, mm-hmm. which is like, what the fuck, dad? Um, <laughs> like, so, like, maybe, like, they, like, were still, like, adding stuff, like, into, like, you know, the 90s. But um, <laughs> dad was like, oh, so you like Third Eye Blind, huh? How about Third Eye Open? <laughs> yes. And then he would just he would just wave that uh, that album cover that had the guy going down on himself. <laughs> Get a load of this, my lame ass son. Doot 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 doot. You suck your own dick, Dad. Why? Um. But like, I think they like my dad's favorite bands are like Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, The Who. I mean, it, it's not like he passed over that stuff. I just don't know that he got into, and maybe he didn't just didn't play it as much or like left it behind at a certain point, but I don't know that he mm-hmm. listened to a lot of like singer-songwriter stuff. I think maybe yeah. my mom would have been more into that, but my mom got really big into like U2 and R.E.M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we had, uh, again, another Greatest Hits collection, um, or my parents had, rather, and when uh, the album Graceland came out, they mm-hmm. they came home with that from probably Costco in the you remember the giant <laughs> CD uh, cases or whatever for sure um, came home with one of those uh, with, of the album Graceland and I, I almost picked a, a song off of Graceland but this song in particular I always I always really liked the song and as a child I pictured someone actually slip sliding away on the <laughs> on across the, the sidewalk you know oh no okay. no just like anywhere just like slip sliding down the sidewalk just scraping oh. up their knees just <laughs> no skin left no stand it like on shoes so on, on your feet just like like skateboarding but no skateboard under there it's more of a glide than a slide if you ask me whatever take it up with with uh Eight-year-old Danny or whatever, or six-year-old Danny. 
Six-year-old Danny. I yeah, I potentially could have been born at that point. When did? Let me see if I wrote down when this album came out. When was I born? Well, let's see if I can figure <laughs> out when I was born. <laughs> uh, I did not uh, write down when that album came out, and there's no way to find out. So, um, <laughs> you think Paul Simon's boring? Um, maybe not, but but yeah. Okay, okay. I remember really really bonding with Rex over uh, Paul Simon. Rex is capable of bonding? <laughs> he is, he is. No, I, I, I don't know that Paul Simon is boring. I just, I always, like, knew him of Simon and Garfunkel and always thought of, like, first of all, any artist that is the name of a person is instantly less interesting to me than if mm-hmm, they are mm-hmm. in a band. I just assume yeah. they're, like, Lamer, and what I mean by yeah, that is yeah. like probably like mellower or singer songwriter, you know. Sure, sure. Um, but I mean, I mean the music certainly. Like, okay, maybe maybe boring's not fair, but it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's it, it's I mellow. Mean, yeah, that's fine. It is it is kind of boring, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like making this playlist, I realized like, like you said, how mellow my parents were. Like the music that they listened to was very mellow. There was a lot of this. I almost, almost picked a Van Morrison song, which I guess I just spoiled. The last song is not by Van Morrison. But oh, there was a shit. lot of that. <laughs> that narrows it down. <laughs> um, uh, a lot of Chicago also playing in oh, my house. Huge blind spot for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I know some songs, but I'm like, I'll hear it. And be like, I don't know who this is. And like Shazam it and be like, oh, that's Chicago. That's what they sound like. That kind of thing. But yeah, my parents really liked kind of mellow music growing up, I guess. Except my, again, in in the garage. That's where the rock was. Well, yeah, it's hard to say your parents were fully mellow when they're also listening to Sabbath. I mean, that, that is a pretty big counterweight. Yeah. You should check out some. You should check out Graceland. It's a really good album. So it's funny. I don't think I know anything off Graceland, but I do always hear that as being like the Paul Simon record. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I've also heard some people like really trash it. Hmm. What is like? Do you know what is so trashable about that album? Like, is there like in hindsight some like cultural appropriation thing going on or a, a bit? I, like, I don't know his racial background but i know he's not from africa i was gonna say i taking a look i can take a guess sure sure but yeah in through 2021 lens it there's definitely some appropriation of like african music and stuff but so this is a very um only sensitive about this subject like an artist that I, I could have put on this uh, playlist but didn't is Peter Gabriel. And mm-hmm. he would definitely incorporate a lot of like world music stuff, mm-hmm. which is, yeah. I know, a super huge, broad term. Like yeah, any, yeah, yeah. anything that's not mainstream white American rock is world music. Um, but, you know, we don't get specific about what parts of the world. Anyway, um, but if if you have a song that features you know, musicians from uh, another country with another style of music, which Pete Gabriel did a lot, I think. 
I don't think he was just like, quote unquote, stealing or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Is that appropriation or is that inclusion? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's another YouTuber we we frequently watch. I can't remember which one um, was talking about appropriation and about how it's kind of a misused word. Sure. Um, whereas appropriation, by definition, is not necessarily a bad thing. It's what you're doing with it. So kind of like what you're saying is, are you including? Are you inclusionary or are you just stealing something? You know what I mean? Yeah. Both are what, technically. That's what I just said. Yeah. I know. That's. What... Were you Were you thinking about Were you seeing me in Zoom and then recalling this as the YouTube video you had watched? <laughs> Danny, I think maybe when you hit your head, you accidentally muted yourself because I can't hear anything. You can't hear me mumbling. <laughs> Do it. Did you mute yourself? Yeah. Danny headbutted his mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I didn't hear any mumbling or anything that happened after okay, that. Okay, okay. Yeah, but um, I no that I'm I'm glad I'm glad uh, it came from a reputable source, um, meaning somebody on YouTube. So I yep, feel more yep. confident that my my take on that is maybe correct. <sighs> I hate this podcast. <laughs> I make you hate it every single time you do. It. You do. All right. I was just reiterating what you said. And it wasn't like the other times I've done that before when it was like me just not listening to you. (laughs) Yeah. No, no. I And then, of course, of course, Dante sees someone just like being a good friend and supporting him. And then I'm like, well, I got to fucking sabotage this. (laughs) Can't let this stand. Um, Play your next fucking song. All right. All right. All right. We're going to get into some very, uh, we're going to get into garage territory here. Uh Uh-oh. Do you have the artist? Nope. No, not at all. Wow. We we've talked about this band. Okay. I'll shut up till after the course. Rub my bones. Roll. Roll the bones. Why does it happen? Because it happens. Roll the bones. This doesn't sound like garage music. Gonna tab it? Maybe not this song. I feel like Rush is a garage band. 
Yeah, yeah. In the it sense been, we're talking. Um, like Tom Sawyer or something, probably. Right. This is... 91, maybe? Oh, yeah. This isn't classic rock. No. Roll the bones. All right, I'm, I'm going to... I can, maybe this isn't 91. I can't remember. I'm going to f- skip ahead a little bit to a okay. a sound that was very of the time. Yeah. Let's see if I yeah. can find it. I mean, th- this whole song is very of the time sound wise, mm-hmm. but there's For one sure. part. Yeah. Relax. Get busy with the facts. No zodiacs are all in acts. No maniacs are polyester slashes the facts. Gonna kick some hideous facts. Yeah, 91. Danny's embarrassed. I'm, I'm embarrassed that I'm listening to this. I'm embarrassed uh-huh. for your childhood. Really, you're going to keep going? We haven't got our point across. Dude, it's Rush. A five and a half minute song is like a little pop ditty for them. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Stop throwing stones and I have a thousand saxophones. Get out saxophones. Maybe I don't want to discover Rush. Nah, man, Rush is great. Besides that one part, does the rest of this song turn you off? Yeah, no, not not for me. Wow. I mean, I've I've listened to that. I don't remember what the album song is is called, but the one with Tom Sawyer. I've listened to that whole album. That's pretty good. Yeah, they're great. But that song. Mm-mm. Aside from that weird, like, robot rap part that goes on for way too long, like, that's a great song. That bass line is awesome. Course is super catchy. Oh, man. I don't know. Whatever. So that, again, so this is another song that's, like, not the <clears throat> the best song of that band, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. But one you remember from growing up, though. For sure. And it was probably, I mean, probably not when the album came out, because I was, like, not even four. But, you know, whenever my dad had that CD and would mm-hmm. play it, like, this is the song that would stick in my head. And so it was just... Yeah. And, and again, I remember asking my dad what Roll the Bones means. And now <laughs> I'm starting to realize, like, I wonder if I've got a lot of, like, uh, misunderstanding of things, because I'm going off, like, dad's definitions. <laughs> By the way, follow my uh, joke Twitter account, Dad Definitions. <laughs> Roll the bones. It's it's uh, it means butts. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, there's a pattern here. <laughs> the nineties, the nineties were such a such a a bad time. Uh, hard disagree, but I would say that is a very eighties sounding track. It is a very eighties sounding track. The slappy bass and the. Uh, yeah. So that let's let's break it down and break it down. That that part. Now I feel like that's something that like might have been in like a yes song, mm-hmm. mid like late eighties. I feel like that was like a thing. Like 
Why? What was it? Where did it start? I feel like a lot of 80s music was like, hey, we found out how to make this sound, but they never stopped to think, should we make this sound? Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) But do you remember that, like, do you remember other songs with, like, parts like that in it? Like, I'm trying to, like, think of, like, what the, the, like... The rappy part? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was everywhere. I remember listening to, with uh, with Cody, I put it on in the car one time, uh, this punk band from the Bay Area called Fuel. Not Fuel, the alternative rock band, but... Not the awesome uh, band, Fuel. Sure. Um, and they it were from the early yep. 90s, uh, and they had some parts like that and he was like man what is this and i was like "Eh, it was the 90s man early 90s that's just what happened in songs well but it wasn't just like let's put rap into rock songs it was let's do it in this like very like deep voice like sounds like they're in the movie robocop type of way who so who was that is that the singer guy the bass player singer guy doing that i can't imagine that was getty lee no way um, rush, roll the bones, rap. <laughs> Grimes remix, what? <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, as a lyrical, in quotes, experiment, <clears throat> Peart wrote a rap section in his lyrics as a result of listening to the better rap writers like LL Cool J and Public Enemy. The band considered seeking out a real rapper to perform this section of the song, or even considered approaching the section with a camp or comedic sensibility. They didn't? And hiring singer-songwriter Robbie Robertson or actor-comedian John Cleese. According to Lee, we couldn't make up our minds, really, if we wanted to be influenced by rap or satirize it, so I think that song kind of falls between the cracks, and in the end, I think it came out to be neither... It came out to be something that is very much us. Ultimately, the rap was performed by Lee. Holy shit. His altered voice is achieved through a drastic lowering of pitch and adding various effects. Well, there you go. <laughs> Danny, uh, I'm sorry, buddy. Just, just, just erase it from history. A racist from history? <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> Not, well, a cap, not a capital R, but, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, your, your final song, Danny. <laughs> All right. Boom, uh, boom. This, is, this one's going to be maybe funny. God, I hope it's not Aerosmith. Man, there's some white guy loving the blues right now. <laughs> I don't know it yet, though. Come on, man. Wait. Is this Aerosmith? Listen. No, that's not it. <laughs> no, you got you got to have the blues, man. I don't have the blues. 
Wait, so you didn't even Google something when you had me go in there? You didn't see the Garfield thing that I played? No, it was crying. <laughs> I thought that was the joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> I played another Ew. Garfield thing. Oh, that's weird. It was like 19 seconds into crying, and I was like, oh, weird. <laughs> it is funny, though. I remember back when we worked at the record store, mm-hmm. we were talking about how like all the like famous classic rock bands are from the UK. Mm-hmm. And was like, what is like the American equivalent? I remember like Aerosmith came up and we were all just kind of like, ugh, yeah. Just like not exactly the same era as all of them, but like we're kind of the only American band to maybe reach that like level in a Uh way. Yeah. But it's just kind of a bummer that like, I mean, Beach Boys as an answer to the Beatles is sort of, that sort of works, but like that next wave of like 70s, like huge seventies bands, like in in eighties, like yeah, yeah. I guess it's Aerosmith, and that sucks. It does. It does. It, is Aerosmith a huge like? Is that a big deal to your folks? I wouldn't call it a big deal to my folks. So here's the story. That album came out. Get a grip. Okay. Check out that album cover. Yeah, baby. Okay. I was about to drink water. I don't know if I can now. <laughs> don't know if I want to. Oh, oh does this work? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, this album came out. It had cool music videos to a, you know, 10-year-old or whatever. This was 93. Okay. So, or I was, I guess I was, uh, what, 12 then? Had some cool music videos. My dad bought the album and it pretty much became mine. Like I kind of just yeah. took it, you know? And I listened, I listened to this album so much. I wow. hate it now. I cannot, I absolutely cannot stand it. But like, you know it front to back? Probably. Like wow. if I, if I listened to it in its entirety, I'd probably know, remember the lyrics and shit like that. I think Ben's going to make an appearance. Who? Hmm. You better hey. look because he's going to bite my hey, head ben. off. Hey, bud. Those are oh, some man. wide eyes you got there, oh, buddy. I'm sorry, bud. Um, the I, I believe I've said this in tweet form, so I'm sorry to repeat myself for everyone who followed me on Twitter <laughs> 12 years ago but <laughs> Aerosmith they uh, they wrote and performed the song Sweet Emotion mm-hmm. which is horrible horrible yep. I was gonna say it's a fucking killer track I think the that only, song is the great. only good Aerosmith song mm-hmm. is Dream On I I meant Dream On Okay, I 100% okay. meant Dream On. <laughs> the only good Aerosmith song. Because he doesn't, yes. doesn't sound like Steven Tyler. Right. And then after that, they had a team meeting. Team meeting. I'm such in fucking work mode right now. <laughs> God damn it. They had a band meeting. 
and they were like, so uh, just like liquid hot garbage from here on out? And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But no, dr- Dream you know On that, is... You know that part where you go, Dream On, Dream On, just do that. Only that. Yeah, but don't earn it. Like, don't build up to it or no, anything. No, no, just no, be no. that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sorry, Dream On is... I mean, I think Sweet Emotion's fine, but Dream On no, is a good song. And if that mm-hmm. was who Aerosmith was, they would be like the who or whatever of America, but mm-hmm. uh, not to be. Yeah, they're a they're a band for for dads. Totally, they're they're a dad garage band for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they're th- a dad is like. Armor all in the dashboard of his car in the garage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, yeah. there is some like four-year-old calendar of like uh, a woman with just overalls on. Yes, like yes, on the wall. Absolutely, it's it is my father-in-law's garage. Uh, that his wife won't let him get a new calendar, but he can keep the old one up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Gosh, yeah, yeah, Aerosmith. Jeez, the, uh, heard a funny story about Steven Tyler. Where I believe in Nashville, because there's obviously famous musicians rolling through and around Nashville all the time, mm-hmm. and often like when they'll play, they like straight out the back door into like a, a private car to the sure. you know house or whatever. Not Steven Tyler. No nope. big ass limousine, constantly poking his head out the moonroof, just being like. Hey, I'm Steven Tyler. Isn't that crazy? It's me. Dream out. Can you believe it? Um, so, and you know what? Good on him. I mean, he's living the rock star life and absolutely loves it. And, oh, another Steven Tyler. It's not even a story because I believe he said it was that, oh, God, this is going to gross me out. And it it's the kind of thing I would say as a over-the-top joke. He said, mm-hmm. for real, a key about touring is that like you can't have sex for like a week or so, like for like the last week of the tour, mm-hmm. because if you, uh, I'm paraphrasing, except for one specific phrase, if you if you don't go home, uh, to your wife with a full cup of chowder, she will get suspicious. <laughs> full <laughs> cup of chowder. So Steven Tyler, ladies and gentlemen. So I guess on that note, I'll, I'll hop in and pull up my last song. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> Fucking shouter. <laughs> but are they like, she got like a vial where she's like measuring shit? Like, well, uh, over a... Hold on, hold on. Before we have sex, jack onto the... Hop in this vial. The, the uh, rolling average over a 10-month period was. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, we're doing the video. Here we go. Okay. You're going to hate it. Yeah, I know. Don't, yeah. You don't need, I mean, you don't need to play it. And we're playing it. You, but you, you might as well hop to. into the... You might as well hop into the video. There might be some okay, cultural okay. appropriation going on here. Oh, I'm sure. There was plenty of it in the Aerosmith video. Oh, yeah, Bono laying down. 
Uh, Bono exhaling. Maybe it's a good thing that video music videos aren't as much of a thing anymore. <laughs> Remember watching that Catherine Wheel video? Yeah. Yep. What? It's just like, hey, let's mess around with a funhouse mirror. Yeah. So that is uh, U2 Mysterious Ways. Again, all, all young Dante needed was... Uh, what he considered a pretty catchy chorus. So while mm-hmm, again, I don't mm-hmm. think this is the it's best U2 chorus. song, but I, I love that chorus. I just got to hear she moves. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm in. Yep. Yep. Like we were saying with like eighties, like audio technology or effect technology for, you know, for synths and guitars and voices or whatever mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. applies to nineties music videos with like, fisheye yeah. lenses and weird yeah. colors and all that stuff like th- there's nothing happening in this video bono is just kind of wiggling he's around like, he's going like this and they're just <laughs> yeah. like okay we'll put this weird lens on here exactly we'll make it sort of distorted and stretchy mm-hmm. and that was the video and then they get a, a woman belly dancing and he's like well mysterious ways oh she's so mysterious because she's literally wearing a veil yep yep like no you just don't understand her culture Will you explain it to us, Danny? No, I won't, because I don't understand either. <laughs> no, no, will you explain uh, Bono's culture? <laughs> Bono's culture is saving the world. I'm a, a Bono-sexual. <laughs> I don't know. A pair of Ray-Bans at a time. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of you two in the house growing up. Yeah. Um, I mean, we had Octoon Baby, like I said but before, but... It just didn't stick with me. I liked it back then, but yeah, I couldn't. Was that on Octune Baby? That song? It is. And I initially had a different Octune Baby song on mm-hmm. here, um, but I was like, no, nope, this is what you know, eight-year-old Dante would have wanted. Yep, yep. What? It's all right. It's all right. I'm hearing mews, but I don't know where they're coming from. <laughs> the meows are coming from inside the house. Like absolution. The, the album Muse? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just, I'm hearing so much riffage behind me. Oh, there he is. <laughs> what are you doing? Stop it. Eat this pillow. <laughs> well, it'd be better than what he's eating. He he tears up the like carpet on the like side of the cat tree. And mm-hmm. so there's like these little like stringy pieces and he just. Yep. yep. I don't know why. I don't, don't know it. why. Gotta Cats. eat string. Yeah. Well, Danny, um, so, so what did we figure out today? Uh, your parents are mellow. My parents were mellow, except in the garage. <laughs> well, so was your mom ever in the garage, or was this more of a dad zone? That was dad zone. Okay. That was dad zone. Mom, mom was, I was listening to music with my mom, usually in the car. Mm. What was she driving? Um, we had... What did we have before that? We had a Jeep Cherokee. I don't know what we had before that, though. Oh, we had a, a Blazer before that. A Blazer. Mm. You guys just hated the planet. Yep, yep. 
We had a Blazer. We had a Jeep Cherokee. For for a brief period of time, we had a Ford Taurus. Okay, went went real small, real quick. It was a it was a beefy Taurus. Really, were were Tauruses pretty uh, like big city? It was very back long. Then? It was long. Uh, they made some big cars back in those days, I guess. Yeah, I feel like now Tauruses are pretty. Do, do they even make Tauruses anymore? I don't know. I don't know either. Then we had a Honda Accord for a few years, and now my mom's all about fucking Acura SUVs. Hmm. I keep telling her to to downsize because she really doesn't need that much car. But whoa, are you are you telling that's too much car for her to handle? <laughs> no, sound, no. I sound like this one of the seven brothers. <laughs> No, I'm saying she doesn't need that much cargo space. Like, what is she doing? I don't know. It's just fucking your dad. Dude, come on. What? They're not. (laughs) They've never. (laughs) Never. (laughs) They they did it twice accidentally. (laughs) So, yeah, we learned Dante's parents were... We're into younger music, and my parents liked mellow shit. When do you think your parent? So okay, so you were talking about like, um, didn't you said Green Day earlier, right? <laughs> I did say Green Day at some point, I think. Like my parents like bought Dookie when that was big. Uh huh. What like when do you think? And we may this may have come up before. When do you think your parents like stopped getting new stuff? And I, I don't mean, mean like a like. A Paul Simon 2005 album, you know, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, modern. It was, it it was pretty few and far between. Like, like last time we talked about this, you know, I brought up the REM albums we had and U2 and, and, you know, there was some stuff every once in a while, but it was, my parents just listened to the radio. Like even when they were younger, they weren't like, it's not like my parents had a whole bunch of records or anything like that. My parents had a fairly modest record collection that I've stolen from them. So they were never that in, like at one point I remember asking my dad um if he went to went to concerts growing up and stuff. He's like, "No, not really. I saw Hot Tuna one time." <laughs> never even heard like, of them. Yeah, I don't know if I know a song. But yeah, like my parents weren't like super into music or anything like that. So they would just listen to the radio, and if they heard a song that they liked a lot, they would they would purchase that album if right. it was at Costco. Sure. Well, you don't want to go out of your way. No, no. You're already there. Um, what's that song? Um, it's got a fever, 103, oh, something like that. Oh, what song yeah, is yeah. that? Hot-blooded, yes. chicken sea. That but one? all I can hear now is hot tuna. <laughs> Check and see. Uh, hot, tu- hot tuna sounds like a fake band in a movie. Yeah, yeah, it does. Do, yeah, um, by, the, by the time Dookie came out, yeah, my parents had no interest in like alternative music or anything like that. That was that was all me and my sister. And what's what's the age difference between? <laughs> What's the age difference between you and your sister? Uh, she was 79 and I'm 81. So, you know. Okay. All right. Thanks. I got it. Yeah. Two, three years. Something like that. She's January. January. 
January 14th, uh, 1979. Okay. October 14th, 1981. So, okay, almost three years. And also belated happy birthday to your sister. Yeah. She's 42, I think. Yep. Or three. Nope. Two. Nope. You're such a mathematician. <laughs> I'm just a real... I was in gate uh, <laughs> as a kid. So, yeah, I was able to <laughs> calculate ages. I have the special skill where all I need to calculate ages is um, a birth date and the current date. <laughs> it's impossible. I'm going to create an app that does that too. <laughs> Make millions. Do your parents still buy current music or do they buy music? Are they Do they have like Apple Music or Spotify or anything like that? I don't think so. I don't think they have any streaming service. Um, I've tried to like, be like, Hey dad, I think you would like the song. And like, you know, you can find it on YouTube and it's just like, I, I don't yeah, even yeah, know yeah. if he would attempt to do that. It, mm-hmm. Like, I bet you my, my dad would think like, not like he's one of these Punisher guys on a Facebook group, but he would be like, well, that's, that's not how you listen to music. Like, what do you mean? Like, it just like wouldn't occur to him that as a thing yeah, you can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, like I, they, I don't think they listen to the radio really like maybe mm-hmm. in the car but i bet you it's they mostly just have a cd with them you yeah, know yeah and even if they did listen to the radio it's probably not like current mm-hmm. stuff it's probably like you know classic rock or whatever yeah so yeah i, I just don't know where they would come across new music at this point mm-hmm. i think so they, they my dad tapped out around the national maybe wow that's pretty uh pretty late for 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 yeah for someone in their mid 60s now like yeah mm-hmm. he, he's into the national remember he was talking to me once about uh I, I don't even think I'll say this right but Ockerville River oh yeah yeah and I was like dad I don't where are you hearing all of these like hip fucking bands that I know nothing about of Montreal yeah. I think came up on a previous episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah I, I think he yeah so maybe like Maybe he's like 10, 12 years removed from new stuff. Hmm, interesting. But yeah, sure. Well, my mom, or mainly my mom, my dad just listens to, to conservative talk radio, unfortunately, these days. But my mom will listen to music still. And she's definitely over buying CDs. Like she doesn't buy CDs anymore, but they do have Apple Music. And I don't know if she's ever really figured it out, but <laughs> yeah. She, she, <laughs> she made me sit through. Um, a song by not Billie Eilish because that would be good. I like Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Billie Eilish's brother, right? She made me sit through one of his songs. How how did she bypass? Boy, was it not good? How did she bypass Billie Eilish and get to straight to the brother? Because if my mom heard Billie Eilish, she'd be like, "I I don't know. I don't know about this. This isn't scandalized. I don't like this. I don't." Like this. I don't like that, like your, um, like your grandma would say, mm-hmm. um, what, why does it have to be so ugly? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, she's talking about like some Geico commercial. It's like, yeah, yeah, grandma, yeah. Who cares? But Phineas, who sounds like a C D level C or D level version of Coldplay. Hey, mom's all over that. Phineas. Phineas. That's his name. Like Phineas and Ferb. The cartoon show. Is this, this is Billie Eilish's brother? Yes. 
But doesn't he also at least like co-write or co-produce? Oh yeah, he's her part songs as of well? of her, her. They write songs together. Okay, and he does backup vocals. Okay, and they harmonize together perfectly. Her songs are amazing. His stuff is is not good, personally. Weird. So, I think I only know like one or two Billie Eilish songs, and it's because uh, sometimes like players will play music on the bus and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't know her brother. I, mm. I guess I wouldn't. I'm surprised to hear that his stuff sounds like sea level Coldplay. Yeah, it's it's yeah, because her stuff is like dark and brooding, and there's like some fun electronics in there and stuff. Right. And then his stuff is just like I don't know stuff my mom listens to. Yeah. Well, hey, moms need music too. That's true. That's that true. is the sequel to my favorite movie, Moms Need uh, Music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gl- I'm glad that my mom listens to music still, mm-hmm. and I wish my dad would listen to music instead of listening to talk radio. Right. Yeah. Every time I get in the car with my dad, he like he's like frantically changing the station, so he doesn't the, start a dis- <laughs> discussion. Rock. Yeah. So you guys yeah. don't get in an argument. Yeah, last time last time we had a political discussion, it, it nobody got mad. <laughs> it was better. So, it was better. It was That's better. Good. We didn't uh, yell at each other in a in macaroni grill. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I think we should leave that as a cliffhanger and then come back for the all macaroni grill extravaganza. <laughs> oh God! Anyway, play the song. <laughs> I think that's the same day I was wearing a Blood Brother shirt that said raise the fucking flag on it. And he's like, that shirt is disgusting. Oh, God. I'm going to stop recording. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm sh- I i don't know why you're still listening to this. Okay. That has been Danny. I want to remain nameless. <laughs> Bye-bye. It's only 14 minutes. Garfield yeah. Game Boy complete. Is there a Garfield game? I don't know. A, do you know what this is? No, I don't. I just two typed in Garfield and clicked on something. Two weeks before the incident, there is a like mid to late 90s Game Boy graphic door being banged on from the inside. It looks like, oh, God. That's, <laughs> Can you hear uh, it now at least? Yeah. Whoa, wait, that's weird, though. I didn't have to change anything to hear it. Oh, that's not a cat. No, that's John. You think that's John? Yeah. Okay. Bullets won't work. I require lasagna. (laughs) This might be the best thing I do all day. Why do people put so much time into the... Oh, what the fuck? I don't know. This is kind of genuinely creepy. It is. Okay, I'm getting out of here because I'm going to get scared. I want to be able to sleep tonight. <laughs>